What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Happy Friday. You made it to the end of the week. Congratulations. You ready for the weekend? You got some plans? Gonna hang out? Gonna do something? Maybe just stay home, watch some games, kick your feet up, get some pizza, a little pizza. I think I might get some pizza tonight. There's this place by me. My buddy tells me they've got the best wings in Colorado, and uh, I'll have to give them a try. You know, a little wings and beer. Sounds like that kind of a night, a little baseball tonight. There's not going on right now, right? It's uh, end of July, waiting for all these new sports to to start. But uh, hey, got some baseball and the Olympics. If you guys are into, I think tonight's gymnastics. I'm not the biggest gymnastics person. You know what's funny is now during the Olympics, you'll always get people ah <laughs> stuck that landing. Oh, he looks good on the on the pummel horse or whatever it's called. It's like you don't know. Stop it. You don't know. But uh, one thing we do know, football, a little football, football Friday, and uh, we're going to get to some NFL talk today. What we'll discuss on today's show, some preseason football handicapping tips, ways you should approach preseason, because don't let people tell you that you can't make money in the preseason. If you do your homework, often you find some of the softest lines all year in the preseason. So we'll discuss a little checklist, what you want to watch for preseason football. And also, I've got three futures bets. All of them are team totals over under. So we'll end the show with three bets I really like. And I'm giving them out now because you've got to place them soon. And I want to be very clear about this. Not a lot of people like to bet futures bets because they don't like tying up money that long. And honestly, I don't blame you. If you don't have a bankroll for it, if you don't have money set aside for it, I often recommend, unless you're a real winning sports better, that you don't make these bets. Because even if you are an average sports better, just think about it. If you're going to bet, a lot of these bets that we like to uh, place, futures, professionals don't make bets that are plus 800 or plus 1000 or, or plus 1000 or plus 1500, okay? Professionals often will make futures bets that are minus 110, minus 200. And I mean, look, th- that, that's a, a wide range. But my point is, a lot of pros who bet futures aren't worried about just the the long shots because a lot of you guys out there, you know, you'll put a hundred dollars on your favorite team in Vegas to win the championship, and when you go back to Vegas, you you know, you want to cash a ticket for five thousand bucks. Okay, so that's not what pros do. Pros find numbers that are still good, but the ones I'm going to be giving out today, you know, minus one ten, minus one fifteen, plus one fifteen. These bets, think about it. If you're an average sports better, do you want to bet? now to win $100 at the end of the football season because it's called the time value of money. What could you do in that window with that same $110 if it weren't tied up in that bet? Would you win more money? Would you win more bets? If you put it in the stock market, what would happen? You've got to think about this. Really, as a sports better, we should think about value and always maximizing profit. So if... It looks like the stock market's the best option, even though that's not a sports bet. Do that. Who cares? You're making more money in the end of the day. So now that's a whole different thing, evaluating stocks. But my point is, make the best option for your money long term. And that's what this all comes down to. But I do have three futures bets. If you guys like betting futures, I really like these team totals. But let's start off with uh, the preseason and uh, go over a little bit of a, a checklist for handicapping preseason games because it's very different than handicapping regular season games and there's specific things you're going to want to look for. Now, 
in terms of players, player only things, there's three categories or three three bullet points. Number one, you're gonna want to generally bet on teams in the preseason who have more younger players, players who are battling for spots, players who or not necessarily that, we'll get to position battles, but just younger players. Because even if a player is a rookie, second year, maybe third year, they're still going to be, statistics show, very intense. They're going to go full speed in the preseason. They still have something to prove. And even if it's a first, second year guy who's projected to start, they still go above and beyond what the average does in the preseason. So young players, if you find a roster with a lot of young players, that's one thing to look for. And we want to typically bet on those teams, not blindly, not always, but typically, generally, we want to bet on those teams. The second thing, uh, kind of along those lines too, more position battles. If you do your homework and you know team by team, wow, they've got a ton of position battles on the defensive side of the football, whatever it might be. You're going to see players giving their all in the third and fourth quarter, and maybe their opponent doesn't care that much. Maybe their opponent doesn't have a lot of position battles, and they're not going to try that hard later in the game. So that's very important. Teams that have a lot of position battles, and it's uncertain what the second, third string is going to look like, that's teams we want to bet on. And then this last stat is really, really important quarterback depth chart. Look at the quarterback depth chart. If the second and better yet, second and third string running backs are scramblers, historically speaking, those quarterbacks cover the spread or or come back from the spread so much more than an average quarterback. Now, why is that? Philosophically, if you're a running quarterback, You've been doing that, theoretically, your entire life, or at least as long as you've been playing quarterback. You've been scrambling, relying on your legs to extend the play. Well, in the preseason, when plays break down far more often than in the regular season, quarterbacks are much more likely to scramble, especially if they're used to that anyway, and extend the play. Therefore, they complete more passes, get more first downs, get more quote-unquote garbage yards, and they do better in the second half. So teams who have scrambling quarterbacks, second, third on their depth chart, are teams we want to bet on. Now let's talk about coaches. Some coaches approach the preseason very differently than others. Some coaches love winning preseason games. Others could care less about preseason games. Bill Belichick has never once cared about a preseason game in his life, and it shows. Mike Zimmer for the Minnesota Vikings, he cares about preseason. He likes to win those games. So if you get two coaches who butt heads on philosophy, or I should say kind of juxtapose one another for philosophy, you can find some good betting situations. And last, 0-1 or 0-2 teams bet on them especially when they're at home. Now, again, that's a general rule. We don't always blindly or we don't ever blindly bet anything. But when you get preseason teams that are 0-1 or 0-2, they historically have been very profitable to bet on in terms of the spread. So those are some bullet points for handicapping preseason games. This is the only time we're going to go over them. So hopefully this is applicable for you guys through the preseason and, uh, you know, there will be a lot more shows like this for regular season betting because it's a lot more complex or there's more things to look for in the regular season than the preseason. But, and actually, let's let's be careful with that too because that might not always be the case. But these are different things that you don't incorporate in the regular season that you do in the preseason. All right, now my three best bets. Kind of a little uh, quick picks to end the show. Three futures quick picks. And yes, if you're asking... 
I will add these to the Quick Picks record. That record is public on our Twitter account. I think right now we're around a 56.5%. These three bets will be part of the Quick Picks. Bet number one, we're going to take the Minnesota Vikings over nine team total wins. Uh, Now, this price is very different depending on where you look, but it is minus 110 in several places. Minnesota Vikings over nine. This defense banged up last year. I expect them to uh, really right the ship. Mike Simmer's a defensive coach. He's never had two years in a row where he's finished you know, really poorly in a lot of big numbers. I think Minnesota comes back, and offensively, they're bringing a ton back. So I think Minnesota, down year last year, not a very public team, over nine wins, very good bet. And plus, I like the nine because we have the draw option. I think the Vikings would have to have a very poor year to end up eight and eight. So in my opinion, worst case here, well, look, we could always lose these bets, but if 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 my projections are anywhere near accurate, nine and seven, where we get our money back, is is absolutely, you know, should be around the floor for this team. So Minnesota Vikings over nine, minus one ten, uh, is our first bet. Number two, we're gonna go the Denver Broncos under eight and a half wins. This is currently plus one fifteen. So heavy vig to the over, but we're taking Broncos under eight and a half wins. I'm in Denver. I think the Broncos are looked at as having a very good roster just as if they can fix the quarterback position. But I believe that the narrative is not truly reflective of how much the Broncos will struggle this year and how bad the Broncos really are. Yes, I understand. They have some pieces on the roster that are good or even great in some cases. And that's what Broncos fans will say. Wow. What about this guy? It's like, Hey, Dum-dum. It's the NFL. Every team's going to have a handful of really good players, but it's about the organization, the coach, the philosophy. It's about your division schedule. So I just think the Broncos this year are set up for failure. I also, a little freebie here. This was not planned. I also like Vic Fangio at plus 600 to be the first coach fired. Yes, he's the favorite at plus 600, but I think that's still a good price. Vic Fangio, first coach to be fired, plus 600. And uh, we're not going to put that one on the quick picks, but I do like that. Uh, So Broncos under eight and a half wins plus 115. I like that bet. And then last year, we're going to take the New York Jets under six at minus 115. And uh, think about it this way. A couple weeks ago, this was seven. Well, you could find Jets uh, under seven at minus 700. So they've adjusted one game and now it's pretty much 115 each way. Because uh, it's a 30 cent hold. So, or a 30 cent straddle. So, the Jets under six to beat this, again, clearly, obviously, they'd have to go seven and nine. Look at that schedule. Good luck getting there, New York. And I do feel like this is more of a square pick. You know, I had trouble putting this one down, giving it out. But if I think a pick's good or square, look, squares are on the right side half the time. If I just think a pick's square and the, but profitable, you know, we still give it out. So, Vikings over nine, minus 110. Broncos under eight and a half plus 115 Jets under six minus 115 all right that does it for today's show good luck whatever you guys have going on today or tonight if you're betting on some Olympic gymnastics good luck we'll talk to you guys tomorrow sharp angle podcast